Hey there, you are listening to the Motherhood Elevated Podcast. I'm your host, Annette Jones, and this is episode number 36, Thoughts on Goals in the New Year. You are listening to the Motherhood Elevated Podcast for women who want to find clarity of mind, create lasting emotional well-being and confidence, and achieve amazing potential. Come with me. This will be fun. Hey everyone and happy new year. I hope you're all having a good start to 2022. I was having a conversation recently about goals and new year's resolutions. That's kind of where our brains go this time of year, right? And I was thinking about how I used to love the new year and the fresh start and I would have my goals already by January 1st. Uh, But I think ever since I've had kids move away for college and they come home for Christmas, I really just spend most of the weeks of December just soaking up every minute I have with them here, which is awesome. I love it. But it also results in me putting off things like um, getting the Christmas decorations put away. And I push a lot of things to the back burner that week after Christmas. And so now I say my January 1st is really more like one or two weeks into the year. I like to give myself some, some time to kind of recover my house, get my bearings, and to think about what I really want this next year to look like for me. And this has really taken a lot of the pressure off me, actually. My holidays are a lot more relaxed, um, I'm more present, I have more fun, and I feel like I start the new year off on much better footings than when I'm trying to rush and get everything done by January 1st and keep my goals perfectly. It's interesting for me to look back and see how heavy I used to make everything. I think it was that perfectionist in me. Um, But I love the perspective I have now that I'm just kind of always a work in progress, that I don't have to give up if I don't accomplish my goals perfectly, right? And that I don't need a big milestone like New Year's or a birthday to start a new goal. That if I want to make a change, I can just do it. And even though that kind of sounds counterintuitive from the way we've been kind of conditioned to think about goals and fresh starts, it's actually been really helpful for me. And it's helped me accomplish more because I'm not stuck in this all or nothing mentality. So every little effort we make is progress, right? Just keep going. It's the small, consistent things that don't seem like they really even matter that ultimately get us the results we're looking for in the end. So today I wanted to talk a little bit about setting goals, but to be honest, I did not come into this new year feeling super motivated about anything. I always kind of go through a little funk after having a house full of kids and busyness, which I absolutely love. And then everyone leaves. And I'm one of those people who just thrives on having my kids around and hanging out with them as much as possible. And we had a really fun break and fun time together. And I was really sad to see that end. That quote from Dr. Seuss kept coming to my mind about not being sad that it was over, but being happy that it happened, something like that. But for a couple days, I was pretty sad. So I thought, of course, I'm sad. Life's 50-50, right? I was only sad because we'd had so much fun. And I I was really grateful for that. So I figured if I wanted to be happy when everyone was here, I'd probably be sad when they left. It just comes with the territory, right? So it took me a few days to even start thinking about goals. And I realized that another reason I'd kind of been avoiding setting goals was that I felt kind of confused about what I even wanted to do. The past couple of years have been interesting ones, to say the least, for all of us, right? And I think I just kind of felt burnt out. Like, why bother? You really don't know what's going to happen. There are so many things you don't have control over. What's the point? So I felt a little confused and almost apathetic, I guess. And I thought, okay, I know I want to have goals, but maybe my approach the past couple of years has thrown me off. And I kind of identified a couple things that might have contributed to this. And one was, um, I think a lot of times I had been looking for results outside of my control. Not really intentionally, but I think I was focused more on external evidence that I was making progress than internal evidence. 
So I was looking for proof outside of myself, whether it was in the form of recognition or validation or something tangible I could show for my goal. I felt like I didn't have that. And so I hadn't really accomplished anything, which is really sad because if I'm honest, I actually have accomplished so much in the past couple of years. I feel like a different person actually, but so much of the change has been internal, not really noticeable on the outside. Um, But I know how far I've come and I wasn't really giving myself credit for that. And the other thing that I was doing that I was being, I was being really hard on myself when the process or outcome didn't look the way I thought it should or the way that I wanted to. It's kind of that self-talk thing, right? It was so subtle. I didn't really notice it, but I thought about when I thought about setting new goals and not really feeling any motivation, it occurred to me that part of the reason might be because of how I think about myself or talk to myself when I don't make the goal or achieve what I wanted to. If I'm telling myself um, that I'm a failure, that I'm not really the kind of person who could do something like that anyway, of course, I'm not going to want to go out and do do it again or try again, right? Most of us aren't really motivated by criticism, even if it's just coming from ourselves. We were talking about goals the other night and my 17-year-old son asked if it was better to set a bigger goal that you might not accomplish or a smaller goal that you could for sure accomplish, but it wouldn't really push you out of your comfort zone. And I said, well, the bigger the goal is, it's definitely going to help you make more progress, right? And change you and for sure help you accomplish more than you would have otherwise. But if you're going to be super hard on yourself for not accomplishing that goal perfectly, it's probably not the best option. It really does all come down to how you treat yourself, whatever the outcome. So those were just a couple interesting insights I had when I was doing my self-coaching about why I really wasn't feeling up to the new year and setting goals like I usually am. And those were actually really helpful for me to be aware of because then I knew it wasn't just me. I'm not just lazy or unmotivated, but I actually had a good reason for feeling the way that I did and that I didn't have to keep wallowing in it, that those were just beliefs and habits of thinking that I could change. And by changing what my idea of success is and how I treat myself when I don't accomplish something perfectly, uh, my whole attitude kind of changed. So I'm happy to say I've got a lot more clarity this year on what I want to tackle, why I even want to set those goals, and how I will measure my success in ways that build me up and motivate me to keep going instead of that all or nothing mindset that eventually leads me to think, you know, why bother? So if you're not feeling super motivated or you're feeling confused about what goals you even want to set for the new year, first of all, remember you've got time. No pressure, no rush, it's not too late. (laughs) And second of all, you probably have some underlying thoughts and beliefs that you aren't even aware of that are causing those feelings. And if you can identify them and get leverage over them, that will change your experience in making and achieving your goals. Um, One more thing I wanted to share, another little mindset shift I noticed as I was thinking about goals this year, is that sometimes my goals can be kind of uh, general, I guess is the word. Um, Like for example, I usually have some kind of goal around like reading the scriptures. Let's say my goal is to read the Book of Mormon that year, which is a great goal, right? And we have a family poster that we write our goals down on, and we can check off the things as we accomplish them throughout the year. And this year I had the thought, um, how do I want to be different at the end of this year because I read the Book of Mormon? How do I want my study of the scriptures this year to change me? And for any goal, I think that's a great question. Who do I want to be? What do I want the future me to look like? Having a vision or idea of who you want to be in the future can really help guide you in setting your goals. They can give your goals purpose. And keeping that vision in your mind can serve as a great motivation when consistency gets hard or you start to lose your steam, right? 
So think about yourself a couple of months from now or six months from now or even a year from now. What goals will the future you be so grateful to the you of right now for setting and following through on? And how will the future you be different from the you of today because of those small daily or weekly habits that you're going to implement into your life? James Clear, who wrote the book Atomic Habits, he said, every action you take is a vote for the type of person you wish to become. And I love that. Every action that we take or don't take is going to move us in one direction or the other, right? And these aren't big, obvious actions. The most critical actions are those tiny choices we make every hour of every day. Elder Uchtdorf, um, in his talk, Daily Restoration, said, Do you want to change the shape of your life? Change the shape of your day. Do you want to change your day? Change this hour. Change what you think feel and do at this very moment. A small rudder can steer a large ship. Small bricks can become magnificent mansions. Small seeds can become towering sequoias. Minutes and hours well spent are the building blocks of a life well lived. So keep that in mind. Your goals don't have to be huge. They should stretch you, yes, but even the big goals are accomplished one small task at a time. And I just love that talk that I referenced from um, Elder Uchtdorf. If you don't, if you didn't get a chance to hear it, it's from the October 2021 General Conference, our most recent one. And he just does a really beautiful job of teaching the concept of our need for ongoing, consistent, and even daily renewal in our lives. We don't have to wait for a certain start date to instigate a change, right? We can do it any time, any day of the week. I've always loved the thought the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. The second best time is now, right? It's never too late. The last thing I wanna leave you with is a little exercise that you can do. Um, This is one that I did during my um, training as a life coach. And we did a lot of those, but this was one of my very favorites. And it's basically a letter that you're writing to yourself right now from your future self. So imagine the you of January 2023, one year from now, who has accomplished what you want to accomplish and has acquired the habits that you wanted to acquire and is right where you want to be. And this future you is writing a letter of advice to the you of today, you right now. And there are three prompts you're going to write about. And just give yourself a couple of minutes with each one. It doesn't have to take very long. So the first thing you're going to write to yourself is the things that you want to stop doing. And this could be anything from eating so much sugar, staying up too late, um, wasting time on social media, putting your own needs last, procrastinating on the things you've been wanting to do but never get around to. Anything you're doing now that's going to keep you from reaching your goals or being the person you want to be in the future, anything that you need to stop doing. Okay, the second prompt is you are going to take a few minutes to write about the things you want to start doing. Um, Could be things like exercise regularly, learn a new skill, weekly date nights with your husband, taking better care of your emotional health, writing thank you notes, making your bed every day, anything big or small that you want to start doing that you know will improve your life and get you closer to that future version of yourself that you want to be. And the third prompt is things you want to keep doing. And I love this one because yes, we all know there are things we want to stop doing and there are things we want to start doing. We generally spend a lot of time thinking about those things, right? But taking time to recognize the good things we're already doing and that we want to keep doing is awesome because it shows us that we're actually doing some really great things and that we've already established some great habits and made progress. And giving ourselves credit for those things is so important. 
I remember doing this exercise the first time I did it and I felt so much relief when I got to this part because even though it's great to be aware of areas that we want to improve, we also need to build ourselves up and recognize the areas that we've already made progress and are having success in. Another thing I love about this activity is that it helps you tune into your own inner wisdom. And I think so often we look outside of ourselves for answers of what we should do or who we should be, but really we know a lot more about all of that than we realize. And giving yourself the opportunity to sit and tune in to what you already know is actually a really cool experience because it can quiet all that outside noise and help you get clear on what it is that you really want to be doing and who you really want to be. It's also a time for me to tune into the spirit and ask for God's guidance in my life. There was a great talk several years ago called What Lack I Yet by Elder Larry R. Lawrence. Another great one to go back and listen to. But he talks about asking God directly, what do I need to change? How can I improve? What weaknesses do I have that need strengthening? And I love the story he told about a girl who was living away from home and going to college and she was falling behind in her classes and her social life wasn't what she wanted it to be. And she was just kind of generally unhappy. And finally, one day, she just got on her knees and cried out to God, what can, I, what can I do to improve my life? And she heard the Spirit whisper to her, get up and clean your room. And this prompting was actually exactly what she needed to hear. And it surprised her, but after she took time to organize and put things in order, she felt so much better. And um, Elder Lawrence said, the Holy Ghost doesn't tell us to improve everything at once. If he did, we would become discouraged and give up. The Spirit works with us at our own speed, one step at a time, or as the Lord taught, line upon line, precept upon precept. And unto him that receiveth, I will give more. And that's how God works, works with us, right? He doesn't expect us to change everything at once. He knows it will take time and patience and effort and failing and trying again, and it's all okay. The important thing is that we keep going, we keep learning, we keep showing up. So that's just a great little exercise you can use. I do it again every once in a while to get some clarity on how well my actions are aligning with the vision of who I want to be. And it also helps me in setting goals for myself. Um, having those lists of things I want to start or stop doing help me know what goals would be most beneficial for what I'm trying to create in my life. Okay, those are my thoughts today on the new year and goals. I hope you found something in here helpful. And if you'd like help with any of this stuff or anything you've heard on other episodes, I have a new website to send you to. I am so excited. Um, it's AnnetteJonesLifeCoaching.com. And from there, you can sign up for a free mini session where we can work through any problem or answer any questions you have. And there's some other fun stuff on there. So go check it out. Um, sign up for a free session. I would love to talk with you. Thanks for listening today and happy new year to all of you. I will see you back here next week. Have a good one. If you like what you hear on this podcast and would like to learn more, I invite you to go to my website at AnnetteJonesLifeCoaching.com. There you can sign up for a free mini session where I'll help you see how the tools I teach on this podcast can be applied directly to your own personal challenges. You can also find information on classes I teach and get on my email list for a weekly dose of inspiration straight to your inbox. Again, that's AnnetteJonesLifeCoaching.com. I'll see you there.